cr101radio.com, podcasts, and more. Welcome back to another episode of Preschool Pioneers. I'm your host, Jeremy Walker. You can follow us on our parent network, CR101 Radio, on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, Gab, YouTube, and Liberty News Radio. You can subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform so you never miss an episode. Visit cr101radio.com forward slash preschool pioneers for these links. So let's go ahead and get started today, guys. This episode is entitled, K is for Kleptomania, how the modern educational system is used to create professional thieves. And of course, on Preschool Pioneers, we always start every episode answering a question, why Christians should become teachers. Christians should become teachers because children are being deliberately kept in a perpetual state of foolish immaturity and idleness. They are not being taught the importance and value of work, nor the fact that wealth and prosperity is the result of planning, hard work, and diligence. See, growing up as a child, especially growing up back when I did 40 years ago, the world was a little bit different in some ways. In a lot of ways, it was very much the same. See, I am a father of 11 children. My wife and I have been married for 20-plus years now. We work in early Christian childhood education and have been doing that also for 20-plus years. And we want to help and promote Christians to get out there, to get inspired, get equipped, and get involved. Not only are we producing this podcast to try to promote Christian education, we have lots of materials as well. You can go to our website at gcsapprenticeship.com for more information. And one of those things we want to talk about is how to start a Christian daycare or school. We have a book on that. It talks about evangelism and financial independence through Christian education. Most people think that you have to be a poor pauper in order to have a full-time mission field or full-time evangelism, especially to children. But that's just not the case. So you can check out one of the books we have, How to Start a Christian Daycare, Evangelism and Financial Independence Through Christian Education, on our website, gcsapprenticeship.com forward slash materials. It can't be stressed enough how important Christian education is. And children need to learn how to work. There's lots of roadblocks that are up there that keep children in a perpetual state of foolish immaturity and definitely idleness. When you think of most children, people are talking about the concept that they just need to have time to be children. They'll grow up soon enough. But right now, don't burden children with the concepts of adults. They don't need to learn how to work. They don't need to learn the values of money. They don't need to learn how to handle money and spend it wisely. Just let kids be kids. On a national level, where our laws are concerned, we even have child labor laws where children are not officially allowed to work until a certain age. And then after that, there are tons and tons of rules and regulations 
governing how much, how long children can work. These laws, in a lot of ways, are well-intended, but they are not good for children. It really hinders them. It keeps them in this perpetual state of infancy, of immaturity. They don't ever learn to work. They never learn how to gain wealth, and they don't learn about planning. When a child gets money and blows it, well, the next thing that they want, they can't see it. Some people, they believed that children should have an allowance. When I was growing up, that was one of the things that was well well known among children is that they got an allowance. Every week they got so many dollars from their parents, and it was free money. Just parents gave it to them. They called it an allowance, and they could use that money, spending money, however they wished. Now, as a child, I did not grow up that way. I was never given an allowance of money, ever. Anything that we did get, we had to earn. And that is a very, very good standard to have. And I'm very glad that I grew up that way. Children today not only don't learn how to earn money, but they don't even have chores. No chores at all. It's a really sad state of affairs when people can get all the way through elementary school, get all the way through middle school, they can get through high school, they can get into college, and they still can't work. They still don't know how to earn a living. If they did understand anything remotely about finances, well, they wouldn't have went to college and gotten themselves a huge student loan to go with it. But, of course, children aren't taught any of these things, so they don't know anything about them. They're not taught how to be industrious. They're not taught how to be, primarily, a big word here, Diligence. They're not taught how to be diligence. So this is something. As Christians, this is something that we should be promoting. The concept of teaching very young children how to work, how to do chores, and yes, earning money, earning privileges based on labor. And then, of course, if they don't complete certain tasks, they're not done to the fullest, there is a loss of reward. You could have gotten something, but you didn't do it. You didn't finish the task, and so you don't get what you were hoping for in the end. These type of very important life skills is something that is not taught. It's not taught in the schools, definitely not in the government schools. It also includes the uh, Christian schools, and it definitely includes the home schools. We have to be critical of everything that needs to be evaluated, and that definitely means even people who have their children in homeschools as well. Very rare if anybody learns or teaches their children about these things. And there was a old Jewish proverb. It goes something along these lines. The man who does not teach his son the law, which are the Ten Commandments, and a trade, teaches his child to be a thief. Now that's a very good little proverb that I loved hearing before because it talks about two things. One is the bedrock of success, which is obedience to God, Ten Commandments, God's law. And then on top of that, you have to have what's called a marketable skill. And one of the biggest, most important marketable skills you can give your child is the ability to, one, listen to authority. The vast majority of people, when they grow up, they cannot hold a job for weeks, months, and definitely not for years. It used to be a common thing. A person would work for 20, 30, 40, even 50 years in the same job. Now, they don't even work 10 days. 
They don't work 10 months and certainly not 10 years. The concept of being able to listen to authority, be respectful to a boss if you have one, the ability to take your job and excel at it from beginning to end without having to have somebody come over you and look at you and say, why didn't you get it done? You missed this and you missed that. These two concepts, authority, that is teaching the concept, of course, God's law. God has authority. He gives that to people, kind of like teachers, kind of like most primarily parents, and also employers. They have authority. You have to learn to be underneath their authority, promote them. And then, of course, the hard work, the diligence we're talking about here, a trade. And that can be bricklaying, and it can be lots of other things. For my children in particular, we do teach our children how to run Christian schools. Now, I know you're thinking, well, how can you teach a children to run schools? Well, it's real simple. It starts from the most simple, basic of things by just helping out, even if it's just sweeping the floors. But our children, and I know you're asking this question to yourself, well, there's no way that they're going to want to grow up and you know, do that. Maybe they want to do something else. Well, that's true. And I think that all parents should be open to letting children move forward with what they think they're calling and what they think their future under God looks like. But I have successfully trained my children, my three oldest in particular, and they work with us in our schools. One of my eldest sons, who is married, now fully operates one of the preschools that we have here in southwest Florida with his wife and also his sister, who also has been fully trained, who's an assistant manager, and uh, it's just an amazing thing to see. It's something that I want all parents to be able to look at their children and have such praise for them, so much confidence, so much pride in what they can do. It's amazing really to see what your children can be capable of. But it starts with the simple things. And if you don't teach your children these things, you teach them to be professional thieves. You do. You teach them to be professional thieves because they learn as children well, if I can scream as a child and I can get what I want through screaming, then I didn't have to work for it. All I have to do is be loud enough and scream enough. If I see somebody who has something that I don't want, like a sibling who has a lollipop, and I scream and scream and scream, they're going to make sure, the parent, that I also get a lollipop, so I will be quiet and I'll leave them alone. So they are being taught from a very young age, very young age, the concept they can get something without working for it, even though someone else has worked for it, they can bring themselves up to the level of the diligent, of the hardworking. And this here sets your child up for failure. These are people who, raised to adulthood, enter into the world, will just enter into politics, and they look at people who have money, rich people, and they say that's not fair, it's unequal. Some people, they say, have so much wealth, it's obscene. No one should be allowed to have all that money. Well, they never ask themselves the question, did this person steal all this money or did they you know, create a product that people wanted? Let's take Amazon as an example. Jeff Bezos created Amazon, is the head of Amazon, and I use that and have been using it now for as long as it's been on the Internet. I use it daily, use it for everything. He has produced a product that I want to use. I will willingly give my money to him and his company, his organization, to purchase the products that he has. This is lawful gain. 
He is an amazing businessman with an amazing product. It doesn't speak necessarily to his overall morals, per se, but in the business world, he is not a thief. Not what we're talking about here. Now, see, what we need to do with our children, this is if you're a parent, this is if you are a teacher, you need to teach a few things. And one is the Ten Commandments. You have to start with the commandments themselves. At our schools every day, we teach the Ten Commandments. At home, we teach the Ten Commandments. We talk about them all the time. And you need to be doing that with your children at home or as a teacher. When somebody gets in trouble and hits somebody, remind them. God tells us, thou shalt not kill. You're not just teaching Bible. You're not just teaching the commandments part of the day or at Bible time. But you're teaching them all the time. You're teaching them the law. And you can teach them a trade. You ask yourself, well, how can I teach my children a trade if I don't have one? Maybe I'm a nurse. Maybe I'm an architect. Well, we'll tell you this much. If you do have a job that you're good at and you can teach your children how to do that, that is an amazing thing. I highly suggest you do that. As I said, my wife and I run successful Christian schools here in Southwest Florida, and our children from the youngest of ages participate with us until they're old enough actually to take on As I mentioned before, there are laws about when children can officially work. But whenever they do, they can officially work with you. And then someday even, especially if you have a business, maybe they can even take your place, which is actually a very good thing to do. Set your children up with an inheritance. And that's kind of what our book talks about that we mentioned before, how to start a Christian daycare evangelism and financial independence through Christian education. So let's talk about it just briefly more about what you can do right now. As the parent, as the teacher, what can you do? Well, let's go through a few Proverbs here, and this will give us a little bit of the biblical advice about some of the things we are talking about. And this needs to be kind of ingrained in your students. Proverbs 10.4 says this, quote, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. This is a very simple thing to teach. You teach children that diligence, those people that work hard, they are going to be made rich. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be millionaires, but it does mean they're going to have a lot more than they absolutely need. They will not be poverty-stricken. Proverbs 12.24 states, The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. This talks about not just personally, but also on a national level. To be under tribute means that you're going to have to work for somebody else and you're going to be benefiting that person. But the hand of the diligent will bear rule. You can be a financially independent person. Now, people don't look at it like this when they talk about being under tribute. But those people who promote their kids to go into uh, the state schools that are going to be going to college level stuff and take on all these loans that they have, this is a form of servitude a form of tribute for the rest of your life, you are going to be paying this off. And for most people, that is exactly what they do. You can read the stories. Parents do not do this. Teachers do not advocate it. Proverbs 13.4 says, The soul of the sluggard desireth, and he hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Once again, you want something, child. You want something, young youth. You want something, adult. Well, you're just going to sit there because you have nothing, because you are a sluggard. You're lazy. You don't want to go to work. 
well, we just came through the whole COVID crisis, they called it, and loads of people were staying home and not working. And all of a sudden, they found out that they are poor. Well, they wanted this and they wanted that, but now they have nothing. But those people that continue to work, guess what? They have more than they need, and they came through those types of crises just fine. Don't teach your child to be a sluggard. They're going to want stuff and not have it. Hard work and diligence is what you should be conveying to your child. Proverbs 21.5 The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of everyone that is hasty only to want. Teach children, yours and your students, that they want, of course, to be diligent. They're going to be thinking about how they can be diligent. They're going to be thinking of other ways to make things better. Don't do enough just to get by. Find problems and fix them. And those are the people that will be elevated. See, those people that want position, those people that want money, status, whatever, well, they are hasty for it. They're not plotters and planners and forethinkers. They are only going to come to want. They will never realize what they want because they don't have this diligence. They're going to be resorting to theft instead of diligence and hard work to get what they want. And this is why I said at the beginning, we're training children to be professional thieves because that's all they can do. They don't have a vision, a biblical vision, for where wealth comes from. Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. Mean men meaning, you could say, the losers. So if you are a diligent person, a child, if you are a diligent adult, youth, you are going to be raised up. You will get promoted. Promotion is not through the state where it keeps raising the money that you have to have, the minimum wage. Get more money. We're just going to force the people to give us more money. How about you be so hardworking, so industrious, that they want to raise you up? Why don't you produce something? Instead, they go to the state and force people to give them more money. Well, does that work? <laughs> no, it doesn't, and we know it doesn't work. And so they're going to stand before mean men, professional thieves. And the vast majority of people that are in the American government today are professional thieves. They steal from you in taxes in ways you couldn't possibly imagine. They know how to steal. And these people go to them to be elevated. So don't teach your child how to be a thief. Train your child in God's commandments to give them the basis of hard work the need to honor authority. Teach them a trade, and the biggest trade you can teach them is self-discipline. If you can then, of course, promote them to get good at something, stick with it. Be hardworking. You are going to succeed, and you will be a good parent instead of a failure who only taught your child to be a professional thief. Now, I want to touch on a few last things here as we are going through this. The... Preschool Pioneers Field Guide. And some of the quotes that I got, don't try this at home or school. Modern parenting and educational advice that you need to avoid. So here we go, ready for some quotes. These are great. Quotes. In other words, consequence is just another word for punishment. As with all punishment, when we meet out consequences, our child goes on the defensive, leaving him less free to learn the desired lesson. Even if we haven't created the consequence, but our child sees that we have the ability to ameliorate it and choose not to, 
he might well conclude that we aren't on his side, which makes him less to cooperate with us, unquote. So here's a major aspect that is apparent. Just ignore this trash, absolute trash, anti-Christian humanistic trash advice. See, first of all, it says you're not supposed to have any consequences of any sorts. This means it goes against all the advice I just gave you. That teaching your child about if they are good, they get something, and if they're not good, they don't get it. If they worked all the way to completion, they get something. If they don't, they only did part of the work, they don't get it. There are consequences there. The parenting advice that parents are being given, maybe you've been given this, is that you never should do this. If you do it, if you do it, then you are harming your relationship with your child. Because you have the ability to give them that lollipop even though they didn't actually clean their entire room as you told them to do. But you choose not to do it. So you are the author of the consequence. You have the ability to kind of overcome the consequence and just be like, you know what? You did enough. Let's just give it to you anyways. And you don't do that. Well, you must hate the child. They have a really twisted view of parenting and what's good for children. And the reason why it's twisted is because they reject what God has said. God teaches us about prosperity, and he teaches us about poverty. He teaches us what happens if we are lazy, and he teaches us what happens if we are diligent. And we need to convey this to our children. The time to do that is now. Christian teacher, Christian parent, don't ever give your children the idea that they can get something for nothing. Don't ever give them the idea that they can break God's commandments and something good is going to transpire. Something good is going to happen to them. You must convince the child at all times that God's commandments are the bedrock of the world, how the world works. And yes, it does include the world of economics. Sadly to say, most people don't understand that, but that's exactly 100% true. So I want to remind us as the listeners here that you, if you're a parent and if you want to get involved to be a Christian school teacher, then you are going to have to get out there and you're going to have to do your job. You need to read, you need to study the Bible, and you need to get good advice, which hopefully we're giving some of that here. But the number one thing you need to do that we're talking about today, do not teach your child to be a thief. Teach them how to be industrious. Teach them how to be a planner. Teach them the importance of hard work and diligence as well. So this is Jeremy Walker for Preschool Pioneers. If you want more information about our programs, go to gcsapprenticeship.com and our books. And for more episodes of Preschool Pioneers, you can visit our other website at cr101radio.com forward slash preschool pioneers for those links. I just want to thank you for coming out today, uh, for listening, taking the time. But if you are interested in getting involved, it takes diligence. And we're hoping that we have somewhat inspired you a little bit today. So thank you again for joining me. This is Jeremy Walker signing off. God bless.